Jewish audio on Chabad.org. Good morning. We are on page Tuf Nun Beis, uh, first paragraph, about four or five lines from the bottom. We've been talking <coughs> about Rutzen, um, about the, uh, the uh, nature of Rutzen uh, and the way Rutzen behaves uh, in the course of fulfilling uh, what is desired. We use the example, the Rebbe used the example, of a house. A person has a ratzen for a house, a desire for a house. Where does the desire come from? It comes from his very essence, from within his, his very self. It's part and parcel of who he is. Uh, to want the uh, Dalad Amas in this world in order to fulfill the mitzvahs and tarda and to make a dear tachtoinim within his turf, so to speak. So there's a ratzen for a house, for a home. Um, and it's a very powerful Ratzin, because after all, it reflects, him, it reflects him, it reflects his essence, it reflects who he is. So it is an extremely powerful motivation, extremely powerful revelation of the self. However, in order for this Ratzin to become active and to fulfill uh, its intention, to fulfill the focus of what the Ratzin is all about, after all, the Ratzin is for a house. Well, you can will a house, a house is not going to pop up. House now, once there's a will for a house, um, there are many, many dimensions. There's a Seder Hishtalshus, there's an evolutionary chain of cause and effect in which that Rutzen is operative on many different levels and many different particulars. Um, in the foundation, in, in the electricity, in the plumbing, in the frame, in the, the walls, the painting, the manish to the doorknob on the bathroom. Um, Rutzen is the motivation for all of these things. So now what happens? is that the Ratzin uh, descends in a sense. It, uh, in order to fulfill its essential unified purpose, it has to make sure that everything that contributes to that purpose is active and operative and, and, and working. So now there's a Ratzin for everything, everything that makes a house. And a house has many, many things, many, many dimensions. In the course of building a house, it's, it's a long process. It's a, it's, it begins with a digging a foundation and then adding on what have you, all the way to the painting of the walls, the decorating, what have you. Uh, this is the end, the very end of the line when everything is finished and everyone can go home and the rutzen is no longer a rutzen for the house because it's been fulfilled, it's complete, it's perfect. That's when you have the house, the entire house in its entirety, with everything that's part and parcel of that original Ratzin. It's called the Ratzin Klo, the general Ratzin for, uh, for the house. So uh, the Rebbe pointed out in the course of Ratzin, uh, Ratzin activating the, whatever's necessary to fulfill its goal, it descends. Um, the the uh, line begins. Um, uh, it's on. It's about halfway down the first paragraph. This is the Ratzon of Debor that accrues to Debor regarding the house. This is Ratzon of Debor. So Ratzon encompasses many many dimensions. Seichel, Midas, Machshava, Debor, Maisa. All of these are particular modes of operation which are essential to fulfilling the, the total Ratzon, the general Ratzon. Ad HaMaisa, Shuchatzani Yosef. The last, the last step in the process is Maisa. Uh, Ratzon 
drives a conception of the house. It drives uh, a, the mind to determine what would be the best way, what kind of a house, where, who. It drives the mind to select the best architect. It drives the mind of the architect to design in the best possible way. It drives Seichel, uh, it drives Midas. Uh, in terms of what is desired, what is wanted, what color of the walls, what, what, what sort of design do I want, what kind of brickwork do I want, what sort of a carpets do I want, um, all the way down to, we get to the episode from Machshava, Deber, Taket, Mice itself, the hammering of a nail, the pouring of cement, this is, these are actions, these are activities that are motivated by Ratzon. Well, Ratzon's come a very, very long way from a total, tremendous revelation of the self, which is a desire for a house, which is an expression of the self, to hammering a nail. It's gone through Seichel, it's gone through Midas, it's gone through Machshav, Dibor, now it's at the level of Misa. How much of that person is in that Ratzon to begin with, in that Ratzon Akhlali, in that intense Ratzon? The whole person is caught up with it, it's an expression of the whole person. How much of the person is reflected in the hammering of the last nail? Uh, any nail, nothing. Uh, all nails are hammered the same way. All all uh, bricks are laid in the same in the same way. There's there's nothing. There are no gilim. There's no sense of self. There's no reflection of self. Seemingly in the hammering of that nail. Nonetheless, the self is engaged in the hammering of that nail. Wants the hammering of that nail, even though I may not even be aware of it. Wants the hammering of that nail because the hammering of that nail is essential at the end of the day for the, that, the, that the house should be a complete house. That nail is required. That brick is required. So the Ratzin dissipates, so to speak, and it individuates into Seichon, to Midas, into different forms of Maisa. Um, uh, every, all the Pratim and details that go into building a house, we talked about this last time, numerous, endless details are all motivated by Ratzin. Uh, until finally we get to the Maisa Papoil, and the Maisa Papoil is this, as far away as one can get from the, the process which initiated, as far away as one can get from the essential revelation of the self which initiated the entire process. Nonetheless, it's essential. She'ein ha'orz ha'ratzin b'maisa rak the Ha'ar of Ratzin, the expression of Ratzin, um, is so distant and so diminished that it drives simply mice of hammering the nails, laying the brick, what have you. And everyone hammers a nail the same way, and everyone lays a brick the same way. It tells you nothing. It's, it's in terms of revealing that essential Ratzin, which revealed the Bala Ratzin, it tells you next to nothing. It's a Ha'ar of a Ha'ar of a Ha'ar um, it's not close to the revelation of Ratzin, which is in Seichel or in Midas. A uh, person is uh, involved in, in, the, in the intellectual dimension of acquiring a house, the, 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 the legalistics of it, the, the real estate of it, the architecture of it. These are all lofty dimensions of Gilui. These are Gilui and Seichel. Um, or Midash Abalev, the, the, the nuances of color, the nuances of design that, that stimulate the person and, and, and are desirable. V'chein b'machshava, all of this eventually comes to machshava and it comes to reality. The, uh, the, the design ultimately, which is a, uh, an abstraction of the house, 
An intellectual abstraction of the house becomes a material abstraction of the house in the form of blueprints. So there's this evolutionary cause, chain of cause and effect, in many, many dimensions, many, many pertinent specifics, which we discussed. So if we look at this, we look at this uh, enterprise, which is the acquisition of a house, um, the, uh, where is the Baal HaRatzin in all of this? Well, he's in all of it. But in, in, in the dimension of Misa, in the dimension, in the dimension of Midas, even in the dimension of Seichel, it, he, he is not there in, in, in his fullness. The Ratzin for the house has now become particularized in order to activate these dimensions of his capabilities or the, his capacities so that the Ratzin can ultimately be fulfilled. Um, the the eager here the, the the where the man is revealed what re- truly reveals essence which comes from essence um, is the rotsun the initial rotsun that fired everything that is the cause of all that is the connection of the man to this in- incredible project which he has engaged in that is the most intense reflection the most um, effulgence of Gilui that we can imagine as the house becomes uh, a, a reality and is motivated by Rutzen uh, individuating and specifying particular dimensions it becomes reduced it becomes uh, farther in terms of Gilui from the initial concept of the Rutzen of the house one cannot picture or imagine um, that house from the mere skeleton of the framework, let's say. It's, 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 not, that it, it's not possible to get a handle on that, the original house and the intensity that drove the Ratzin for it. So we begin with this initial powerful Ratzin, Ratzin Paj, Ratzin Kloli. Afterwards, comes as soon as the Sarasan becomes the man becomes aware of the Sarasan, the individual is aware of it, and it becomes the a focus in his life, it becomes activated, so to speak, from a mere conceptualization into a real Ratsan, which is a drive to accomplish what he uh, desires. Um, so it now starts becoming individuated and enclosed in different dimensions, in different capacities, into Seichel. Um, as all the particulars and specifics are driven by the same Ratzin. Um, uh, I'm sorry, till finally the, you have Ratzin, the will, the desire for Misa, which is the hammering of the nails and the pouring of the cement and what have you in which very little, if anything, of that original intensity of this man's desire is revealed. Mind you, that intensity and, and desire, Ratzinakloli, in fact, is what is operative throughout the entire process. We're, we're talking here not so much about the essence of Ratzin, we're talking about uh, the, the necessity, as it particularizes, to fulfill that general essence, that it becomes diminished, at least in terms of Gilead, in terms of what one can see of it. Shabai Nismata or Batakhlis, the light of Ratzin becomes diminished to the most small, to the smallest possible dimension. The hammering of the nail, the desire, the will that that nail be hammered. Rat Leois Nasa Levad. It brings to what? 
to Maisa Bapoil. What can you tell from Maisa Bapoil about a person? Nothing. Hardly anything. Uh, someone throws a stone, who threw it? What, what, was he intelligent? What, what was his personality like? Was he, was he a Baal Simcha? Was he a Marishke? Who, what, who, what, where was he? There's no way to know because Misa is the ultimate, uh, uh, the lowest level of Gili in terms of expression of the individual. People more or less throw stones, all people throw stones the same way. A stone thrown by Albert Einstein um, is uh, no, has no distinction from a stone by, thrown by some, um, by uh, Alfred E. Newman. It's, it's the, the same. That's Misa. The, the, Ratzin to throw the stone, the Bala Ratzin, that's something else, but the Bala Ratzin is not reflected in that diminutive activity of throwing a stone, even though throwing stone is willed, it's willed behavior, it's willed activity. But it's willed on the lowest possible level, and therefore reflects the least about he who threw it. In this entire process, let's go back for a minute. Where did it begin? How did it begin? It began by an atzmiyastika, pnimiyastika, reflection of the self, a rotzen pnimi, a rotzen atzmi, v'hoilech v'yard, and this from this intense desire for the house, let's say, there was an evolutionary chain of descent and hislabshus, an enclosement of that rotzen in different particulars and specifics, all related, soif kol soif, to the, to the um, building of the house. Achubay al hamaisev chatsonius makul, until it comes to, from seichel to midas to machshava, deeper, and finally maisa, which is at the bottom of the, of the scale, in terms of gili, in terms of etzim, they're all the same, they're all wanted, they're all desired, they're all critical, they're all necessary. They're particulars of a rotzen kloli. And the rotzen kloli has not changed. It hasn't in any way diminished itself. It has simply become operative. And to become operative, it is focused. It is individuated. Um, again, we go back to the mushal we used before of thinking of rotzen as a shliach. The melech wants uh, um, um, the general in the field to... Uh, to perform some particular strategy or some tactics that the king is designed and wants implemented in order to fulfill whatever per military purpose is necessary. Um, and by the same token, he wants um, the, uh, the garbage cans in the, in the, in the capital city uh, should be cleaned in a particular way. So he has his shliach, he has his officer, whoever it is, and he sends him, and the officer gives the orders to the, uh, the, the general in the field, and he tells him what to do. Uh, he's talking military talk to a military man, uh, very complicated in Yonim, and he tells this general what to do. Uh, he then from there goes and fulfills his other shlichsim, uh, and he ultimately ends up with the head of the garbage department. He says, you know something, these cans really are not suitable. We need larger cans. The king wants larger cans. Now he's, a gar he's talking to a garbage man on the level of garbage, on the level of garbage cans. This from that. But they're all unified in the sense that they are a rotzen that the king has for his kingdom. For the perfection of his kingdom, you've got to have the general do this. And for the perfection of his kingdom, you've got to have the garbage cans look like that. There is one essential rotzen from one essential individual. That essential individual, the Baal rotzen, is the king. And his rotzen is that his kingdom has to be perfect. And therefore, this Ratzin, for desire for a perfect kingdom, individuates into an activation of the general in a particular way, into activation of the head of the uh, sanitation department in a, in a particular way. Um, it's all the product of one Baal Ratzin, the product of one Ratzin, but the Ratzin itself, uh, like a Shliach, 
uh, is particularized in accordance with the specifics that are necessary to fulfill that general ratzon. Ratzon seems to descend, it, it travels, it descends, it becomes maluvish in different ways, it becomes enclosed in different ways. Until finally it becomes operative in the lowest, lowest level, which is the actual physical functioning in order to put a house together, nails and bricks. So this is a muscle for Seder Shtalshos. Seder Shtalshos Lamayim. The Esosphiris, Menekeser El Hamalchus. We think Seder Shtalshos, we are talking about Esosphiris, the muscle here we're using, the example of Etzilus, let's say. And Seder Shtalshos begins, Reish Hishtalshos is Keser, uh, and the lowest level of Hishtalshalus in terms of Gili is Malchus. So you've got Keser all the way through Malchus. You have an entire core of spheres which ultimately are responsible for producing the world. Uh, the Keser Elyon, Keser above, This is a Ratzen, a Gili of a Ratzen, because there's a Ratzin Behelem also, which we've already heard about, we're going to hear more about a little bit later on. This is Ratzin as it comes to Gilead, as it's felt as a Ratzin, as it is a motivator, it behaves and operates like Ratzin, um, which is essential for the entire plan of Seder Hishtalshulis. It's a Ratzin for Seder Hishtalshulis. Ubab Hislapsis Pekinus Chub. It comes enclosed in Chachman Bina and Chub. Uh, this is Seichel and Tam, which now comes into play, which, which Ratzin is now activating. Uh, so what does it mean from the Ratzin? It doesn't mean that the Or of Chochmah and the Or of Bina uh, are the Or of Keser. Keser does not, or of Keser, the or of, of Ratzin, does not now become Chachma, nor does it become Bina. Um, it activates Chachma in a particular way. It activates Bina in a particular way. Bina, Chachma and Bina being each one as Asira B'Shlemus, Ardes V'Kelem, has whatever is necessary, but it needs orders, it needs direction, it needs focus, and that focus and direction is provided by, by the Ratzin. So the, the idea of the Ratzin is most detectable at the level of Kesser. Um, as it comes into Chub, Chachman, Bina, it becomes more particularized, more concretized, let us say, because now it's activating specifics which will ultimately be part and parcel of fulfilling that Ratzin. But right now it has become, uh, by, of necessity, diminished if a person is simply sitting there uh, uh, imagining his house or his world or whatever it is, and it's just ecstatic from the concept of having this, of wanting this, of desiring this, nothing's going to happen, never get anything done. The Ratzin has to be, the whole point of Ratzin is that it's applicable. The point of Ratzin is that it requires two. There's a Baal Ratzin, there's the object, the subject of the Ratzin, namely the Baal Ratzin, the essential Ratzin of the Baal Ratzin, and there's the object, what exactly is wanted. 
Now, if what exactly is wanted is not, doesn't come to a state of fulfillment, the ratzen is a dream. It's an, it's an unfulfilled ratzen. It's a frustrated ratzen. So the ratzen now activates specifics within that general ratzen. Let's begin with chub. That's the highest level in Seder Shtalsos. It's the level most transparent to or. And therefore, one begins there. Everything that follows the Seder Shtalsos ultimately is a product of what is happening in chub. So what happens? What does Chub do? Chub, the Ratzin is a Ratzin Pajr, it's a Ratzin Kloli. The Kesser is, is a, a, a Ratzin without particulars, without distinction. It is a, a, a total, general, intense Ratzin for worlds, let's say. Hub takes that Ratzin and applies it uh, so that the specifics, which are the, which are the, um, the specifics, the particulars, which are necessary for that Ratzin to be fulfilled, become activated, become animated, and become directed. So Hub uh, applies his chalkus up to the, the kesser is a, is a reflection of Ratzin as it is Ba'etzem. It's a klal, Ratzin klali. Chub, uh, once the Ratzin descends, so to speak, to the level of Chub, that Ratzin klali now is div- divisible into Chochman Bina, and Bina takes it further. The whole job of Bina Lamashal is to bring Agili into specifics, into Pratim, into details. The actualization of an abstract, unified concept to ultimately become a reality requires the particulars, requires that it should be particularized, and this is what Bina does. So it says here, Or Madrega, his Halkus Madregas. We've used two words here, which we have to be very careful about. Number one, the Ratzin from Kesser becomes Maluvish in Chochme and Bina. Number one, the word hislabshus. The second word is hischalkus. Okay? Now, think about it for a minute. Ratzin is not an or that is shocked hislabshus. Ratzin is an or pajit. It is or ein seif. It is not movable. It is not tailored. It is not reduced, limited, or constricted in any way whatsoever. It reflects its source. That's what it does. It is not shayach to hislapshus v'kelem. So what do we mean by hislapshus here? <clears throat> not that the or now becomes maluvish, actually, in, the, in Chochman Bina, that it becomes internalized, and then Chochman Bina becomes the life of Chochman Bina. Not so. Chochman Bina have a life of their own. They have or panini. Chochman is Chochman, living Chochman, living Bina. But it becomes maluvish to the extent that it focuses on and drives specifically Chochman Bina. So the or is uh, um, maluvish in the sense that it is focused. Not that it is restricted, not that it's limited, not that its essence has changed in any way whatsoever. Ratzin is Ratzin. It's just that a dimension of that Ratzin happens to be a Ratzin which requires Hoffman Bina and relates to Hoffman Bina in a way which Hoffman Bina can uh, uh, understand, well, understand is the improper word, but, but can, uh, can respond to. It's a Ratzin in Chochmah and Bina. We use the word Hislapshus 
It does not mean that the R of Ratzim actually becomes maluvish, restricted, limited, uh, maluvish in the Kaili, has for Sholem, but has for Sholem. That's number one. So we have to understand how Hislapshus is used with respect to Ratzim. And the other hand, we have to use the word Hislapshus, because the Ratzim does particularize. It doesn't stay a cholistic, limitless uh, glow. It becomes particularized, and that particularization is essential to the ultimate fulfillment of that Ratzim. That's the first word. Second word is hischalkus. The same way as the or does not really become maluvish in Sirius, likewise, it does not become divisible into parts. Here we're talking about a rotz and kloli, a rotz and kloli now, we go back to the house. It's a rotz and kloli for the house, soif kol soif, it becomes a rotz and for a carpenter, a rotz and for nails, a rotz and for bricks, we go on and on and on, in endless, endless details, which descend in the hishtalshos of the actual building of the house. The Ratzin is, is, comes in a way of hischalkus simply by virtue of the fact that it becomes focused, that it is capable of focusing on whatever details are necessary to fulfill the essential Ratzin. It does not change. It does not change qualitatively. It, we could say in a sense it changes quantitatively. It becomes B'derech Tzimtzum. So that the Ratzin is, is specified for a particular dimension, be it Chachma, be it Bina, be it bricks, be it nails, be it the electrician, be it whatever. That Ratzin is now focused on that, uh, on that particular activity which is necessary ultimately for the fulfillment, fulfillment of, of the Ratzin Baklal. It does not become something other than the original Ratzin. It is a, uh, a, a, an expression of that original Ratzin, which is demanded in order to, to uh, produce the particulars which are essential to the fulfillment of that Ratzin, um, as explained elsewhere. So this is the, so to speak, the Hislapshus, Kesser, Chub, from Chub to Midas, Chub's Hoffman Bina, Midas of Zah, the same process, the same idea, the same concept is applicable. This descent ultimately in order to get a, a, a oilum, which is a, a seder shtalsus, a, a world which is beshlemus, so it requires all of these aspects. This is tzir bottom to produce the form of adam, seichel and midas, machshava diber and maisa, one has a ratzen for adam, and that ratzen has to be able to uh, give rise to, animate, and direct the, the uh, acquisition or the production of particulars, which all together make an adam. Which is the garment for uh, midas and meichen, is yet another level in which uh, Ratzin is maluvish, uh, so to speak. At the end of the day, so here it's maluvish and seichel, seichel is maluvish and midas, the midas are maluvish in, in, uh, in machshava. Seif calls seif, at the end of the line we have malchus. We began with keser elyain, at least in this context, the beginning of this oilum is keser elyain. And the basement, the absolute bottom of this world, of this tzir that is desired, is Malchus. Shuhu b'chines b'derech, let's see, Malchus. Shuhu b'chines dibur ha'elyoin b'chines maisa. This is Malchus, is machshava dibur and maisa, Malchus is dibur and maisa. 
it's a, comp a somewhat complicated story. Depending upon how we want to look at it, it can be considered Misa or it could be considered Dibor. Generally speaking, as we well know, the Dibor of Hashem is Misa. In our case, Dibor can produce nothing. We can express what we would like. We can give orders. We can give orders to another. We can give requests to another to do for us. But our Dibor itself is, is not something which is productive. It simply is a transfer of information uh, or a transfer of authority, transmission of authority. In the case of the Rabbani Shalom, the Dibor itself, Dvar Havaya, is what gives life to animates and brings into being whatever, uh, is, is whatever exists. So, but the main point here is we've gone from top to bottom in, within the context of this Seder Shtalsh, at least the, the small part of Seder Shtalsh we're discussing. From Kasser Elyon, Hub, Zah, Machshava, Dibor, and Maisa. But Dibor is Shel HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Cheshiv Lamaisa. Cheshiv Maisa, as it's pointed out, it's Myra Hazal, that the speech of Hashem is as Maisa, it's considered as Maisa itself. Because the, 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 the Dibor is not something that elicits an effect, it is the effect, it becomes the effect, it becomes the creation of the Dvar Havaya. The Oasis of Dvar Havaya become the, uh, the core of whatever comes into existence in reality, um, as explained in, uh, elsewhere. The Besedr Shtalchus Hazeh, Yarid Ha'arein Saif Madreg So, what has happened? The Orein Saif which is a reflection of an etzem. It's a, it's a rotzen, rotzen, remember, rotzen is a tenua of etzem. It's a, it is a, uh, a koyach atzmi. It's a koyach which has no definition or particulars. It's not for any particular thing like chokhmah is a koyach. Mamish, we know what chokhmah is all about because so we understand that dimension of seichel. Bina is another dimension. These are other aspects, other koyachas, other properties which are designed specifically to uh, elicit responses in a particular way. They're necessary for relationships. Uh, they are uh, expressive in a limited, restricted way. Ratzon uh, is not restricted. The Baal Ratzon could want anything. It is a desire, a movement, a tenua of etzem. I want. Oh, so what does it reflect? It doesn't reflect the object. Chokhmah reflects the object of the, the object of, Chok, of Chokhmah is Chokhmah. The object of Bina is Hasag of Havana. The object of Chesed is whatever comes out is Chesed. The object of Ratzon is not reflective of what it desires, it's reflective of who desires. Ratzon is a reflection of Etzen, as is Tainig, which we'll talk a little bit later on. So it's, it's entirely different. Um, so this Ratzon now descends level after level in the way and in the, in the fashion that we've talked about. As explained in Eitzchayim, which is essentially what Ratzon is, or Orein Soif is revealed in Kesser in Chochmah Bekir of Makom in a way of closeness. Kesser more than Chochmah, as we'll see in a minute, but it's a it's a reflection of of, of the, the revelation of essence is found in great closeness and great proximity to Ratzon, Ratzon being a tenua of, of Etzem in a sense, Chochma um, somewhat less so as we'll see, it comes to glow, Orientsev glows, talking about Etzilus now, Orientsev glows in Kesser and Chochma in a way of Kirov, in a way of closeness, a way of nearness. Those aspects, and particularly Kesser, are transparent 
and are reflective of the Orein Saif. Certainly there's a difference between the, the Gili um, in Kesser, Gili of Orein Saif in Kesser, and that in Chach, there's no question. In general, they are both Bekir of Makam to Orein Saif, but in, in, looked at as individuals, they are, there's a difference between Kesser and Chach, as one would, of course, expect. It's explained in Eitzchayim. The Bekesser, Mir Bekir of Urachavim, in Kesser, Orein Saif is revealed in terms of closeness, proximity, and in terms of breadth. Qualitatively, quantitatively, it's revealed within Kesser. It is in a way of closeness, but it's not as expansive. It's not the same intensity or expansiveness as it's revealed in Chachma. Now, there's a question here. Uh, the Rebbe told us that in Chachma, uh, uh, that Kesser and Chachma, we have the Or, which is in a way of, Or in Saif is revealed in a way of Kirov. And in a minute, we're going to see that um, um, in Bina, it's in a way of Rechuk, in a way of distance. Well, that's not always the case. Uh, again, it's a, a, a somewhat flexible idea. Here you use Avim, Avim means father and mother, that means Chachma and Bina. And the Rebbe is using it in, in this context to imply a closeness. So Bina here is included in Chachma, with Chachma, in terms of receiving or in that closeness. Here the Rebbe says, Bina, the or, is not revealed in a way of closeness, it's re- revealed in a way of distance. So it's a complicated story. There's quite a bit of Hasidus on this. Where we put Bina, what is our perspective, what is our frame of reference. All of this is not essential for us at the moment. What's essential for us at the moment is to take the mushal that we have dealt with, the house of the mushal, um, and understand that in the nimshal, that, that our Ein Saif, which is reflective mamish of Ein Saif, of the, of, 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 of the Balaratzen, um, descends in the same way, particularizes in the same way. There are dimensions, dimensions in which the Orin Soif, the, uh, the ultimate Ratzin, is more uh, and more of a state of revelation. There, there are dimensions in which it's less of a state of revelation. It's more of a state of revelation in Kesser, Chachma, being a little bit less so. doesn't mean that there, this is any indication of their significance. They're all equally significant. They all equally partake of, of the ultimate Ratzin. It's just that in terms of Gilui, one sees more, one has more of a sense of that initial, or that initial Ratzana Atzmi in Kesser than one has in, when it becomes particularized in Chachma or, or Bina, as we, and as we go down, it gets less and less revealed. Um, yeah, uh, let's see. Bina is Rihok Makam. So there's a distinction. However we look at it, whichever my mom we're going to look at, Kesser, Chachma, Bina, already there's a continuum of descent, in a sense, a continuum of Tzimtzum of the Ratzin. Now, as we pointed out before, there's no change in the essence of the Ratzin, and the Ratzin itself does not, be, does not affect it in any way by its Hislabshus in Kesser, Chachma, and Bina. On the contrary, the Hislabshus is simply a way of a particularizing Ratzin to activate a dimension necessary for the fulfillment of the ultimate Ratzin, the ultimate uh, essential Ratzin. Ubeitzchayim degam bina bekirov is explained elsewhere. Okay, umabina lozav from from bina 
Erin Saif is revealed in Zah, Zer Anpin, how? Der Cholain, yet another Tzimtzum. Kirov, Rihuk, and Cholain. Cholain means a window. So there is a, um, a diminution in terms of the, the gilui of Ratzon as it descends to activate these different dimensions of Seder Shtalshalus. Umazah, Lamalchus, Derech, Nekev. From Zah to Malchus, it, the Orient Seif is revealed in a way of Nekev. Derech, Nekev. Nekev means a crack, like a crack in a wall, a little hole, a pinhole, the marshal. Um, so that is very, very much diminished. So we think of it, Kirov Makam, Rihok Makam, Cholain, Nekev. These are ex- expressive of the Tzimtzumim of Ratzon as it relates to the details of Seder Shtalshus. Now keep in mind for a minute, all of these are quantitative distinctions. They're not qualitative. Kirov uh, Makam, oh, it's bright as can be. Rihok Makam, oh, not quite so bright. Cholain, oh, it's already restricted and limited to the size of a window. Nekev, a little ray coming through a crack. It's the same R. There's no distinction in the quality, the nature, or the, or the, the actual being of the R. The R that comes through the crack in the wall is the same R that, uh, that comes from the sun in broad daylight at noon. It's the same R, but it has become particularized, diminished, and focused in a very restricted way, ultimately to fulfill the total rutzen for everything. All of this um, goes on the concept of the hamshoch and the gilu of orin seif, shemizmat madregla madregla, which diminishes, in terms of gilu, from level to level, as we've described. Much because of Makamach is explained elsewhere. The very cloud. Ratzon Goloi, what is Ratzon Goloi? Why are we talking about Ratzon Goloi? What's wrong with Ratzon? Why can't we just call it Ratzon? Well, there are, there are positions in Ratzon. There are madregas in Ratzon. Ratzon Goloi is the uh, Ratzon as it is manifest as Ratzon. Okay? As it is manifest as Ratzon. What does it mean manifest as Ratzon? It means that it, it is not simply a concept in the mind of the Rabbanish line, a nice idea, a nice thought, something pleasant to contemplate. It has now become a drive toward actualization. There are levels of Gilui in Kaidimat Simpson, which we'll see a little bit later, it's called the Ratzon Amukhla. It's not Ratzon Gilui. Well, we mentioned this before also. Ratzon Amukhla. <coughs> is not a rotsen in the sense that it is not motivating, it is not pursuit, it does not have a, the properties or qualities of rotsen, which are that of pursuit. And we talk about qualities and properties, we have to be careful. Because again, we think of qualities and properties as accruing to something. Well, rotsen is something, but it's not a real something, it's not limited, it's not restricted, it's a tenua, it is a movement, it is a desire, a, 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 a what, what's the word I'm thinking of, a intention of etzem. It is an inclination of etzem. Now, a person has an inclination, a person has a rotsen, you don't have a rotsen for nothing. As soon as you mention the word rotsen, rotsen galoi, one is automatically comes into play the object of the rotsen. It wants, what does it want? Oh, whatever the object of the rotsen is, that's what it wants. Well, that rotsen, before it came a rotsen galoi, was simply a thought, just a nice idea, so to speak. We'll get into this more detail later on. 
But once it becomes a Rotsen Goli, it becomes a burning issue and it becomes a focus of attention of the Baal HaRatsen in a very real way. Um, so the Rebbe he says here, because the Rotsen Goli, uh, I'm sorry, we did very cloud, because the Rotsen Goli, who tira tata? This is what we call Tehir Tata. What's Tehir Tata? Tehir Tata means the effulgence of glow. The, the glow, the lower glow, the lower uh, illumination, the lower illumination, tiratata, the lower illumination. Shacharat simsum, this is achrat simsum. Well, koinamat simsum, you're not going to get anything because hu v'shmoyachad, there's only a unity. Simsum now provides a possibility for a rotsun to desire a creation of being a zulus, a something other than etzim, so to speak. Not really true, but so to speak. So this is the tira tata, the lower uh, glow, is achrat simsum, and now this becomes a rotsun, which will activate and bring to life and and bring into being all things. This is sometimes the machshav dumadak, the primal machshav, the primal rotsun in Odom kadmoin, achrat simsum. So the, we'll get to Sinman. Vahinu, Bukhinis Machshavadum Da'ak. As has been explained elsewhere. Shizehu Bukhinis Tchilis Hisaris Rotsen Goli. This is the beginning of the Hisaris of the Rotsen Goli. In other words, now it's a Rotsen which is on the move. And it will go through this whole process that we've already described and discussed until every single, at the end of the day, every single pebble in this world is in place where it should be and, and what it should be, its size, its shape, whatever it is. All of that's in Machshavadumata'ak, which is now a, the ultimate, the drive for being. It's the, it's the motivation of the creator for creation. Interesting, it uses Lush and Hisaris. Well, why Lashon Hisaris? Well, there it is. Well, no, it's not just there. It doesn't pop out of nowhere. Um, it began Simsum. It began as a possibility. It began as a hachlota, as a decision, as a, um, a, a, a point of contemplation in the, the mind of the, of the Creator, so to speak. Uh, not, it, it has all within it, all the whole possibility of being of creation is there. What it lacks is the, or not, I shouldn't say what it lacks, is a very, very lofty level. But what it, it, is, uh, it is not is a drive. It is not the drive. It doesn't have the Loshan Ratzan. It doesn't have the Marutza. It, it is not an active process. It is a reflection of self to self, a very particular type of reflection of self to self. Ratzan is not a reflection so much of self to self. It's a reflection of self to an object of that reflection, or an object desired by that self. It's all complicated, but uh, we're going we're to get there. It's a long mimer. Um, this is the beginning of the Ratzen Gol, the revealed Ratzen, the actual Ratzen, the Ratzen HaKloli, for all Oilamais. Machshavadum Da'ak, Tira Tata. Uh, goes down the line which, uh, in a similar way to which we've already described. Different, different levels. Um, that's a Rotsen Goli. There's some, other, something else. There's something called a Rotsen Amuchlet, which you just mentioned. Rotsen Amuchlet is, in a sense, not even a Rotsen. It's above Rotsen. It's beyond Rotsen. It is not a Rotsen which will produce or determine or activate 
It is a ratzen which is contemplative. It is a contemplation within or in soif of a possibility for being, a possibility um, for creation. Um, it's a hachlot, it's a, you know, it's a nice thought. Will it come to reality or not? We'll think of our own hachlotas. How often do they come to reality? Well, not always. It's a hachlot. It's a, a beautiful, a, a worthy, worthwhile concept. But it's not yet a rotten. It's not yet to, going to motivate anything, um, as explained later. In order to become, to go from rotten to to rotten goli requires hisiris. And the nature of that hisiris we will uh, see later on in this moment. So I think we'll leave it there, and Mr. Hashem will begin next uh, next time with Hine Kol Zehu Be'es Shemebi Esaurotzen Be'Gilui Be'Poyel Mamish. All of this that we've discussed up to now is the Rotzen that's going to come to Gilui Be'Poyel Mamish.